Welcome to the Warrior Growth Academy podcast, a place for anybody and everybody who wants to become the best versions of themselves. Your story doesn't make you who you are. It is the rest of your story, who you choose to be. You can write a story about who you've been, and you can write a story about who you are now, but you can also write a story about who you could be. It's better to be a warrior in a garden than a gardener in a war. Look into your heart and see what it is that you truly want. You have to take possession of your life. You must be the master of your own kingdom. Welcome to the Warrior Growth Academy podcast, where we go on a journey of discovering who we truly are and want to become through ancient and modern wisdom, philosophies, and stories. What you do first thing in the morning can make or break your whole day. Let's see what's the ultimate morning routine for optimal energy and focus for the whole day. Good morning, good day, good evening, whatever time of the day it is for you. But what you will learn today, what we will discuss today is something that hopefully you will experience and do in the morning to set you up for an incredible day. There is probably an infinite amount of theories and things to do in the morning for the perfect morning routine. It's probably the question that has been asked the most to all the successful people to all the psychologists, to all the scientifics. But today we will break it down, not just based on my personal experience, but also based on the experts, what it comes down to, what are the things in common of all those successful or ultra healthy people, what is the science behind it. We will break it down to the core And I will add that little warrior cherry, that little special little twist that I think I've stumbled upon and that is working magic for me. But before diving into the juicy stuff, let's first see what not to do. And sadly, that's what most people do in the morning. So first of all, the worst thing to do is check your phone. And not just because you might lose 10, 15, 30 minutes of your time, but literally what it does is that it puts your brain into stress mode. Whether you check on your phone, your emails, or your text messages, or social media, it sets you up right away into reactive mode. Reactive mode meaning that you react to something you see. So yes, sure, there's also science behind the fact of checking too much social media, especially in the morning. You might get depressed if you see how other people's life is so incredible and yours isn't that much. But in all cases, whatever you do on your phone it stresses your brain and it puts you into reactive mode because you receive a message from the outside world and you have to respond. So then it's way harder to break that cycle and become, in a way, the master of your day. Take initiative. Think for yourself. 
it's way easier than during the whole day to just be reactive to whatever happens. Another thing not to do right away when you wake up is drink your coffee. Within the first 15 to 30 minutes when you wake up, you have a natural boost of energy, mainly caused, we're not going to get into too much scientific stuff, but mainly caused by basically cortisol being produced in your body. And that basically gives you more awareness. It wakes you up naturally. So if you drink coffee, you will have a higher, uh, almost double level of energy, let's say, that naturally will drop later on. So the ideal is to wait at least 60 minutes before you drink your coffee. But if you love so much your coffee in the morning, just like I do, well, you can go for decaf coffee, which I don't think has 0% caffeine, but it basically was extracted almost all the caffeine from it. So for sure, it doesn't give you that boost that regular coffee gives you. And talking about coffee and liquids, another thing not to do in the morning is to not hydrate. Talking about water in this case. And the final worst thing to do in the morning is just to stay inside your home and just to sit down and do nothing. And we will get to what to do and why not to do this in a few seconds. So for many years, for better or for worse, I've been a hustler in hustle mode almost 24-7. For sure, I had some time off, obviously, but I almost felt guilty any time that I wasn't productive. And that's obviously not healthy. But the good side of that is that I became, in a way, almost obsessed and also a geek. So interested in everything related to productivity, to focus, to brain power, everything, how to optimize my day, how to organize my day, how to do my things, what to do in the morning, what to do in the evening, etc. So for sure, I've read a lot of books. I've listened to a lot of people, a lot of different experts in this field on those subjects. And I've also tried many, many things. And I won't get into everything today because that wouldn't even be a podcast. That would be a full audiobook of probably 15 hours at least. But what it narrows down to before me adding then that little warrior cherry, that little twist that I've added after, but the essentials, the must, the, the non-negotiable, scientifically speaking, of to do in the morning is hydration, sun, and movement. And this final breakdown, I'm not taking the credit for it. And anyways, I'm not in the position and I don't have the credentials to judge and to say that these are the final ones. This comes from Dr. Uberman, who's a scientist in Stanford University. He has the biggest health and science podcast in the world, and he's been doing research and talking to people in different fields. So this is his final breakdown, and I'm really just putting it together and even simplifying. Obviously, he talks about it in a way more scientific way. So if you're interested to learn even more what's really behind all the science, 
You can search Dr. Uberman. I'm sure he has at least a few podcast episodes of about two hours minimum on the subject, but it comes down to hydration, to sun, and to movement. So number one, hydration. We're talking about two regular size glasses of water. The ideal is to add to the water some minerals. So either Himalayan or sea salt or any type of salt, but the better quality salt have better nutrients and better minerals. Or also you can get some electrolytes that have different types of minerals in order to give you those minerals that you actually lost while you were sleeping. Because when we sleep, by breathing, we dehydrate our body. So this is number one. Number two is the sun. There's a lot of things that the sun does. Obviously, we know that it gives you vitamin D, etc. But what the sun does in the morning is that one, it sets up your circadian rhythm. This is your internal clock. I've done podcasts on this in the past, and you can obviously research that also. It's very interesting. It helps you for your sleep. It helps you for your energy levels during the day. But to really simplify the matter, it also basically tells your body when your body sees the sun and it is exposed literally to the sun, not just through the window, it tells your body, hey, it's day, we need to wake up. So that's basically what I've mentioned before about having a natural boost of energy. That's why having coffee at the same time isn't the best because you kind of have a double shot of energy and then you're going to feel a down later on. And then finally, movement. We're not talking necessarily about a full one hour workout. It can be a five, 10 minute walk. And at the same time, you get some sun. And by the way, when we say sun, even if it's cloudy, you are still exposed to sun rays through the cloud. So it still does the job. It's not exactly obviously the same amount, but still it does the job. So basically these basics literally can take 15 minutes. We have no excuse in the morning of not doing those three basic things. All right, now the little warrior funky twist. So a bit later on, I don't do it right away after those things. I usually take some time to read or to do other things. That's not the subject today, even if technically it's still part of my morning routine. But the little warrior funky routine is, I would say, about six minutes. And I put this kind of warrior, there's no lyrics, it's this kind of warrior music, and I'll link you up in the description, whether you listen to on the website or in Spotify or Apple Podcasts, you can see in the show notes right below the episode, I will link you up the playlist of my morning warrior routine. There's three songs, basically, and the first song I do some movements that are kind of inspired by Qigong. Obviously, I cannot show you these movements because this is an audio-only podcast. One day, maybe I will release a video or something. I don't think it's important precisely the movement itself. It's just about making movement to the music. So I would say what I would suggest to you if you want to test it out, do 
whatever comes to your mind. And that's actually very cool because you kind of let your body speak. And it's a very, it resembles to primal, if you've ever seen this, to kind of primal movement. So it's uh, very rhythmic. It goes with the flow of the music and you're kind of moving left to right. You're breathing at the same time. So for the first song that goes for, I think, about two minutes, I do this kind of movement with the breathing. And while I'm doing it, I start the shower. Then towards the end of the song, I get into the shower. I have about 30 or 40 seconds to just wash quickly to use soap and everything. But basically, as soon as the second song starts, I start little by little, every 30 seconds, every time the beat kind of changes, there's drops and the beat comes back and then there's a drop and then the beat comes back. I turn little by little the shower colder and colder. So in the beginning, the shower is basically, I would even say hot, not burning hot, but regular temperature. And then every 30 seconds of the song, I start making it colder and colder. And towards the end, for about 30 seconds to 45 seconds, I think, it's the coldest you can imagine. So I would say this is actually the easiest way to do a cold shower because the fact that you're going step by step and you're changing the temperature, you're getting used to the fact that it's cold. It's not at all the same as entering from regular temperature, a ice cold bath. Obviously, the shock isn't the same. So it helps a lot and it still has the benefits. It doesn't have the full benefits of a five minute ice bath, let's say, But for sure, it has the benefits, not only health and body, but also the mental benefits of a cold shower, which I will not get into the details, but it has a huge impact on your immune system, on your brain awareness, on how awake you feel. Also, after that, your mental focus is incredible. And also just in general, even your ability to face adversities, which usually on almost every single day basis, we always face even the smallest situations that kind of could trigger stress or kind of a negative response. But when you train yourself through those little things and many other ways, but when you train yourself to face adversities, well, then it becomes way less stressful and you become way less reactive to anything happening. Again, kind of coming back to the fact of checking your phone first thing in the morning, which makes you the opposite. It makes you more reactive and it gives you more chances to be stressed throughout the day. And then coming back to the cold shower, as soon as that song ends, I get out of the cold shower. I have about 30 seconds to dry myself with a towel. And the third song is, again, kind of in the same style as the two other ones, but is more kind of upbeat, more pump up. So as soon as I'm dry, as soon as the beat drops, I kind of just jump around and breathe. Again, one day I will show you a video of this maybe, but in the meantime, you can do whatever you feel like. But the only goal this time is less 
kind of those flowy primal movements. It's more about jumping and breathing, I would say, more heavily. So basically, within those six minutes, you went through something that first part kind of that more centers you. The second part, which is the shower that really, well, basically has all the benefits that I've mentioned of the cold shower and many more. And the final one is really more about that warrior energy that you're ready for anything. And also you're really, it also brings you into that winner state since you're moving and your hands are going up and you're breathing, you kind of feel more invincible. You kind of feel more you are excited to start the day. It's not just your lazy and still sleepy ass sitting at your desk or getting into your car or the bus and going to work and relying on that coffee to get you through the day and also to get you motivated. You are in charge. That's the bottom line of this routine. And trust me, you know that first part, the hydration, the sun and the movement You might not feel like day and night when you do it or you don't do it. You will for sure feel the benefits throughout the day that you were more aware, you were more present. But after that second part, the cold shower, the dancing, the movement, literally, even if you start and you're tired and you don't want to do it and you do it within those six minutes, you will feel like you're the king or the queen of the world. So this is what is beautiful is that the first part is more health related, I would say. So it does, again, you feel the benefits, but not immediately and they're not as apparent. But that second part is apparent. It's day and night how you feel after or I mean, before and after. And after that, I don't know, I I wouldn't say this is part of the routine itself, but I think it still has for sure its importance, is the moment when I have my breakfast. I mean, I think nutrition-wise, it's really different for a lot of people, but at least what I can say is that for sure, the fact of the breakfast being healthy We're not talking about a piece of bread and jam and Nutella or a muffin. We're really talking about eggs and vegetables and some healthy fat. The healthy fat is good for your brain. And also I eat a little yogurt with some fresh fruits. So that basically gives me all, you know, the natural sugars for the energy, the proteins for the body, the vegetables with all the greens and all the nutrients and the healthy fat for the brain. I don't have any bread, no carbs with that because that will give you a high in the energy and you're already having that and then you will feel a crash later on. So it's not the moment to have any types of carbs. Again, you might have a different type of breakfast But at least those few principles of what not to eat and what it should resemble, which is at least a healthy version of a breakfast, that's for sure, that's undeniable, and that's not really negotiable if you want to feel at your best and have the best day. So as you see, literally, that first part, which is the science and the basics, which is the hydration, the sun, the movement... That's five minutes. And the funky warrior twist with the cold shower, that's six minutes. 
So literally, even if you have the most busy day, even if you just want to start small, literally those two parts of a morning routine or this whole morning routine altogether without the breakfast is not even 15 minutes. And trust me, again, as any new habit, test it out for five days from Monday to Friday. That's it. That's all you need to do and see for yourself the difference. Because after this little routine, and trust me, even when I was doing it, of course, a few days here and there happened that I didn't do it. And the difference is monumental. And not just right after. I mean, you feel it and you see it right after, but you feel and you experience the difference throughout the whole day. And that's the beauty of setting yourself up for a successful and beautiful and great day is by starting and doing the right things right in the morning. On this, I hope this was valuable. I hope you will test it out even just for a few days. Give it a chance. Judge for yourself if it works. Tweak it a little bit if you need, but at least test it out. And I will see you at the next episode of the Warrior Growth Academy podcast. An educated person is not necessarily one who has an abundance of general or specialized knowledge. An educated person is one who has so developed the faculties of their mind that they may acquire anything they want. It is important to draw wisdom from many different places. If you take it from only one place, it becomes rigid and stale. Understanding others... The other elements and the other nations will help you become whole. Step by step, the student is being brought together with himself to the point where he catches up with his own inner being and can accept it completely. And that is, you see, the most difficult thing to do, to accept oneself completely. But because we lack awareness or understanding of who we are, we're totally locked into a physical world and we let things outside of us control us. 95% of the population are reacting to life. They're not really living at all. And it's very important that you realize that your evolution, your, your journey through this incredible thing is nothing to do with anyone else. And you can't live your life the way your mommy and daddy want you to live it or the way the people at the office say you got to live it or the way society says you got to live it. You've got to live it for yourself.